so cyberarc is not a application that is built on one single server there are multiple functionalities being deployed in multiple servers completely independent from each other okay, there is different uh, component for password management different component for session management right so in this particular uh, diagram we'll try to understand the architecture of cyberarc different types of components that are involved and how they can combine with each other to perform an end to end uh, the privileged access security for uh, accounts that are created within the infrastructure okay. so the first thing we have here the first thing you implement first thing you install in a cyberarc architecture is called cyberarc vault cyberarc vault is basically a repository for all privileged accounts policies configurations recordings basically any information um, that you store inside a cyberarc architecture will be stored within the cyberarc vault it's a repository for every single information right so repository for every single information that you can have within the cyberarc architecture right now if it is in uh, storing all these information there has to be uh, uh, someone who can be allowed to access these information right let's say we are securing some accounts here inside cyberarc let's say we we have a privileged account uh, username is administrator and password is xyz okay now the people who needs to use this account person who needs to use this account should be allowed access to this cyberarc vault in order to uh, retrieve the password and in order to log into the target systems right so let's say we have a end user here or a customer end user is basically any user that is logging into cyberarc repository to retrieve the information okay. end user they wants to access this particular uh, account in order to connect to the respective system so we will simply grant them the access to the vault so that they can retrieve the account from here and uh, they can establish the connections to the target system right? but if we do that we can also expose the other sensitive information that we have stored in the cyberarc architecture policies configuration audit logs recording other sensitive information that we have stored in the cyberarc architecture we can expose them as well so we do not usually provision the access to the vault directly this is a backend database this is backend storage we never provision the access to the vault server to someone directly okay that's not the way of granting access so how do we grant the access in that case if someone needs access to the account stored inside cyberarc we will build a front end user interface okay this front end user interface within cyberarc architecture this front end user interface is called password vault web access 
password vault web access password vault web access is basically a front end user interface a more user friendly ui for them to have access to the infrastructure and information from front end user interface is basically a web portal web portal uh, uh, https url that uh, users can use in order to log in and have access to all the information that we have stored on the vault so for pwa to show all the information to the user pwa has to communicate to the backend database and retrieve all the information so every single information that you have inside cyberarc vault will be retrieved on this pwa it does not store any information anywhere all it does is it communicates to the vault and populates all the information on the user interface just like how any application work there is a, a backend data says that database backend data source from where the information is coming and getting reflected on the web portal like any application, Facebook, uh, Gmail, right? Some server is storing all those data, but it is website. It is visible on the website because the website is connected to the backend data source and retrieving all the information for you. That's the same thing PWA does for CyberArk. Password Vault Web Access is also called PWA. Okay. So every single information like uh, the administrator account, administrator account, password, XYZ, right? Along with uh, that, other informations like uh, uh, policies, configurations, logs, uh, recordings, every single information will be visible on the user interface. Right? So we will simply grant the end user the access to this front end user interface. We will not ask them to log into this complicated system, this complicated database. We will give them access to this user interface will ask them to log in this interface if they want to access this particular privileged account if they want to access this particular privileged account we will grant them access to the front-end user interface but the question remains same here we are granting them the access to this user interface uh, this user interface also contains the, these uh, information right policies conf, uh, configuration logs and recording so we are at risk of exposing all the information here as well, right? PVWA will have the ability to filter out the information. Okay? It will only show the information to the users that is required for them and that they are authorized to see. PVWA has the ability to filter out the information based on user type and their authorizations based on user type and their authorization pwa has the ability to filter out the information right pwa is going to filter out the information based on every single user type and authorization so users will only be able to see those particular information that they are authorized to see if we have thousands of account inside cyberarc architecture when this user is granted permission to only this particular account when they log into this pwa 
they will only see the only one account will be visible for them on the user interface not any other account okay but that's not true for other user type there are three types of users inside cyberarch architecture if you are able to log into cyberarch repository you are an either an end user that only have access to the privileged account and only those privileged accounts that they are authorized to use only those privileged accounts that they are authorized to use at the same time when an administrator logs in when an administrator logs in administrator might have access to all the privileged accounts policies configurations configurations system health dashboard okay looking at the health of system uh, uh, whether the vault is connected or all the other functionalities are working perfectly or not so administrator might have access to all these information when they log into the pwa they will see all these information in place user will only be able to see the privileged account and only those account that they are authorized to use so this is where we are also going to impose the least privileged method only those accesses will be provided to the individual that are required for them to complete their task not any other information okay so user we have administrator and the third type of user we have here is called an auditor okay. if you are an auditor within the cyberarch architecture you might have access to read only permissions to privileged accounts uh, policies you will have access to all the audit logs which user is using what account to log into what server at what point of time you will have access to recordings you will see you will be able to see the session recordings in video format okay so that uh, you can audit all the activities that are being initiated using powerful account so different user type is going to have different sets of permission within the cyberarch architecture if a end user logs in they'll see only the privileged account that they are authorized to use if an administrator logs in they will able to see all the information here auditor logs in they will be able to see all the logs and recordings okay. this is how pwa cyberarch is going to segregate the accesses right the next component we have in cyberarch is called central policy manager central policy manager also called cpm cpm is responsible for password management okay, cpm is responsible for password management okay. what kind of password management it does ideally you should not keep static passwords for your sensitive accounts for a longer period of time it uh, becomes a risk so you should be able to rotate the passwords of your privileged account frequently in this cyberarch solution you should be able to define the rotation period you should be able to define policies for rotation period how frequently do you want to change the password of your privileged account you can say something like 30 days or you can say something like 30 days or 60 days and based on the policies that you define cyberarch is going to trigger the password changes you can also define complexity of the passwords as in 
what would be the length of the password does it include any special character does it include any digits and based on the policies that you define cyberox central policy manager is going to log into the vault every 30 days or every 60 days and it's going to change the password here automatically passwords of thousands of the account within your architecture will be changed based on the policies that you define so automatic password rotation uh, with desired complexity is something we can achieve here. Okay? And it does not only does the password change on CyberArk database. Okay? It also changes the password on the target system simultaneously. So if this account belongs to Windows Server, CPM is also going to log into Windows Server and change the password there as well. If this account belongs to Linux system, it's going to log into the Linux server and change the password there as well. This account created on a SaaS based application, websites or portal, CPM is also going to log into that website and change the password there as well. Okay. This much capability this central policy manager is going to have. So that password becomes in synchronization at both these places. If someone is depending on CyberArk to uh, retrieve the updated password, once they see the password, once they should be able to use that password to connect to the target system, right? So this password should be in synchronization with the respective target system. That's why CPM is going to initiate the password change on the CyberArk database and on the target system simultaneously. How does it work? When we'll, uh, we'll talk more about, uh, when we talk about the central policy manager theory specifically, this is just to give you the uh, idea about the features of CyberArk. Central policy manager. So, yeah, I was saying central policy manager has the capability to rotate passwords for you uh, automatically on the CyberArk database and on the target system simultaneously. Yeah. But that's the only function of central policy manager. Uh, it is not a user interactive component. Users are not going to log into CPM anytime they were this component sits on the back end does its own password management work okay so uh, this component can even be installed on the same server where your pwa is installed okay? because there is not going to be a lot of load users are not going to interact with the cpm so you can install it in the same server where the pwa is installed but the vault and the pwa has to be installed separately uh, the other component that we have in cyberart the next component we have in the CyberArk architecture is called Privileged Session Manager. Privileged Session Manager. Privileged Session Manager is responsible for session management. Responsible for session management right. what kind of session management it does session monitoring monitoring as in any activities that are performed using the any uh, sessions that are being established using the powerful credentials uh, the activities that users do on the target server Let's say they initiate a control panel window, they initiate a notepad window or any application that's going to be recorded in text format 
cyber hack is going to track every single activity okay, saying that this user has used this account to log into this server at this point of time and perform this activities at this point of time open control panel at this time notepad at this time application one at this time that's called session monitoring detailed tracking of the activities second session monitoring sorry session recording session recording in video format that the that means every every single sessions is going to be recorded in video format uh, ensuring accountability uh, every single activities will be visible to the auditors they will have much more control and visibility over the sessions that are being established using the privileged account yeah. and the last feature it has is session isolation session isolation is basically a feature that prevents the direct interaction of users laptop and the target system the direct interaction of the users laptop and the target system so for example when you do not have the privileged access security solution in place usually how do you establish the connections Usually, how do you establish the connections? You initiate the remote desktop connection client. You write the IP address, username, and password. You get yourself connected to the target system. But in this particular case, your laptop is having direct interaction with the target systems that contain sensitive information. Right? Any bad scripts that you have, any harmful script or any malware that you have in your laptop can be pushed directly to the target server that contains sensitive information within the organizational architecture and this can become a very tricky situation so to prevent direct interaction between the user laptop and the target server the privileged session manager is going to be used to prevent the direct interaction between the user laptop and the target server the privileged session manager is going to be used this act as a jump server whenever the user initiates a connections through CyberArk, the connection will first go to the privileged session manager. From there, the connection will be established to the target server. Privileged session manager is going to act as a jump server and isolates the user's laptop and the target server, preventing the direct interaction of the user's machine and the server that contains sensitive information. Okay. This is what we have in the session management feature. So let's understand how does these components of CyberArk combine with each other to have a detailed, uh, to have end-to-end -end security for your privileged account. Let's consider, a, let's consider a situation. We'll talk about the entire workflow here. Let's consider a situation. We have a server called, uh, let's say we have a Windows server. We have a Windows server. Within this Windows server, we had an account called administrator password was xyz uh, when we did not have cyberarch in place users were simply initiating this remote desktop connection clients they were writing the ip address uh, username and password they were connecting to the target server there were a lot of risk no logs no audit trails uh, no accountability uh, direct interaction with the target systems a lot of risk when you make the connections this way so this is where organization decided to implement CyberArk. As soon as the CyberArk solution was implemented, the account was onboarded to the CyberArk architecture, the CyberArk wall. Okay. 
the account was onboarded to cyberarc vault as soon as the account was onboarded cpm was instructed to change the password because this password was exposed to everyone okay so cpm was instructed to change the password the new password becomes xyz1 as soon as the password is changed in here and in the target system as soon as the password is changed no one will be able to establish direct connections now because they do not have the password now okay they use the old password they will get an error okay so in this particular case if genuine users who have a requirement to use the account to connect to the respective target system they will be asked to log into this pwa okay? they will be asked to log into this pwa before they are able to log into pwa we will ask them to go through different authentication factors okay first they have to type in their uh, username and password they have to authenticate themselves okay. they have to type in their user id and password right they'll have to authenticate this way if their user id and password gets stolen the attacker might gain access to all the resources that they have access to right so will not take any risk here will implement the multi factor authentication as well okay. multi factor authentication is a uh, process of adding another layer of security in your authentication process uh, most common example will be banking websites and portal when you log into the banking websites and portal they uh, before you log in you have to type in the username and password and then they'll ask you to go through uh, type in an otp because okay, so only when you provide the right otp they will allow you to log in okay. so this is the same kind of thing here as well before the users are able to log into the pwa and access the uh, powerful accounts access the most uh, important assets they will be asked to go through multi factor of uh, authentication cyberac allows you to integrate with different multi factor authentication channels uh, can be integrated with duo radius rsa tokens right rsa tokens can be implemented uh, octa can be used as a authentication channel different type of mfa solutions can be used cyberac does not have its own mfa solution but it allows you to integrate with different type of mfa channels right so once the user is authenticated properly once the cyberac knows that this is the correct user they will be able to see this privileged account in their ui but they will not see the password here and they will not see the password instead sso yes sso can uh, already can also be implemented single sign on can be implemented as well so yeah okay single sign on can be implemented okay it can integrate uh, that's possible so once the users are able to log into the web portal okay the pwa they will not see the password of the account they will only see the account but they will also see a connect button here okay they will see a connect button once they click on the connect button they'll have to provide an ip address where exactly they want to connect let's say the user provided the ip address of this particular server the user provided the ip address of this particular server a connection will be initiated from here from user's local machine this pwa is a 
uh, URL, a website opened in the laptop of the user. So a connection will be initiated from user's laptop to the target server, but the connection will not go directly to the target server. It's going to go through the jump server, what we call the privilege session manager. From the privilege session, the connection will be first established to the privilege session manager. From the privilege session manager, the connection will be established to the target Windows server. And since the connection is going through the privilege session manager, all the monitoring, recording, and isolation functionality is going to be there for the users. Their sessions will be recorded, monitored. So we are not allowing the users to get the passwords exposed, but we are all allowing them to establish the connections and perform their work using the privileges that they need using this account. They're able to connect to the server, but they still do not know the password. Once they are logged into the server, Let's talk about the achievement, what, what we have achieved so far here. Okay. Okay, the first thing we have achieved, uh, yes. So what we are achieving here so far, okay. The first thing we have achieved, we have uh, encrypted the password of the account. Okay. Encrypted the password of the account in CyberArk Vault, sensitive account. The passwords no longer exposed. Okay. Passwords no longer exposed. Right. Second thing we have achieved here. Automatic rotation of passwords. Automatic rotation of passwords of sensitive accounts. Third thing we have achieved here, least privileged method, least privileged access. Users are granted the privilege to only those accounts that are required for them to complete their task. Least privileged method. Fourth, we have ensured uh, um, avoiding user impersonation. impersonation by implementing MFA. Okay. Next thing we have achieved generating audit trails for every single activities that are being initiated using sensitive account. We are generating detailed audit trails for them. Uh, recordings recordings making sure that auditors have much more control and visibility and ensuring accountability this is what we have achieved so far also a lot of compliance standard it helps you to achieve that's something we are not going to talk about this is the value addition when you implement the cyber arc security solution in place. So users are going to log into cyber arc. Okay? Users are going to log into cyber arc. Let's say Marlon is the user. Marlon is going to log into cyber arc to retrieve the 
account and then establish the connection to the target systems okay this password will not be exposed to the user so user does not have to know the password so there is no uh, impact even if we change the password uh, 10 times in a day there is no impact at all because the user will only log into cyberarc they'll see a connect button they'll click on this connect button they'll get connected to the cyberarc servers okay administrators cyberarc administrators will log into cyberarc portal using their id using their user id and password we are not changing their id and password okay that's the workflow okay? we are changing okay. the passwords of only privileged account okay? this this is just a, this is not an account uh, Marlon. this is just a role that will be assigned to an individual okay administrator if sanjeev has appropriate knowledge sanjeev can become cyber arc administrator sanjeev will log into this pwa with his id and password that is not something CyberArk is going to change because if CyberArk changes the password of every individual username, every individual employee, they will not be even able to log into their laptops. Okay, so only privileged accounts will be the scope of CyberArk. Okay. These components that we have inside CyberArk architecture, they never interact with each other. Okay, the PVWA and CPM are never going to communicate with each other. Neither does CPM or PSM they are never going to communicate with each other even if you see in the diagram that the connection being initiated from pwa to psm this is not what's happening the connection is being initiated from users local laptop to the privilege session manager okay the request to initiate the connection is coming from the vault okay? coming from the vault okay? every single component is going to uh, interact with the cyber arc uh, vault itself okay they are going to communicate to the vault every single component are independent even if you remove the privilege session manager your cpm is still going to work it's just that you do not have the session management functionality if you remove the cpm your pwa is still going to work or psm uh, is still going to work it's just that you do not have the password management capabilities so all these components are completely independent from each other okay uh, PSM gets the user connected, records all the sessions, saves it in the vault. Uh, PVWA retrieves all the details and all the recordings and uh, audit trails are visible on the user interface. Every single components interact with the CyberArk vault. On the next session, we are going to try and understand the theory of every single component within the CyberArk architecture. The backend processes to achieve the functionality the service accounts that are running on the backend, the services that are running on the backend, the communication, how does this works, okay, the networking requirements involved, the prerequisites to install them. Every single part, uh, we are going to spend half an hour to one hour on every single components to understand the theory of uh, these components. And only then, once you're comfortable with the theory, we will move on to the virtual lab implementation where we will be creating five virtual machines for every single individual. Uh, dedicatedly, we'll create five virtual machines, we'll copy the CyberArk softwares, and every single one of you will be getting an opportunity to build the CyberArk architecture from scratch. So this is where uh, you will get a more hands-on, more learning. Okay. It's going to come our way in coming sessions. Tomorrow's session will also be a theory discussion. We'll talk about the theory of every single component. 